This is episode 150 of the Fearless Launching Show, and today we are kind of moving into another teaching episode, kind of like what we did last week or a couple weeks ago with James Wedmore, but this time we're going to talk about two different types of programs, of offerings that you might be considering if you're an online coach or an online teacher. We're going to compare launching a signature program, one that maybe you deliver live that happens only a couple times a year. And we're also going to talk about maintaining, creating, marketing, launching a membership style site. So if either of those two have been been on your mind lately, then you're going to want to listen today. My guest is amazing. I can't wait to introduce you to her. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Thank you, Debbie, so much for joining me today. Um, I, you know, I feel like it's been great getting to know you over the past, has it been like a couple of years now? Um, and just just seeing what you're up to in this online course space. I look at like what you're doing, how you're creating stuff. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I remind, I have to remind myself of my work ethic because to me, you have like a really strong work ethic. It seems like, or else you've just got it dialed in. So you're like, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. This is what I do. This is, this is how I deliver my content. I, I am, I'm always kind of watching from the outside, whether you knew that or not. Um, (laughs) Um, so for those of you who don't know Debbie, Debbie Hodge is, you're the creator of Get It Scrapped, which is a membership site and community, yes. and then yes. also a premium price program online course called Teach What You Do. Right. And then what else? What else? What else do we want to tell people about you? Those are it. At Get It Scrapped, I teach uh, really focus. It's a scrapbooking education website. I really focus on layout design and visual storytelling and personal storytelling through the written word. I really niched down on those because most people who offer scrapbooking education courses teach projects, product, technique. So I'm more about that layout design. And then at Teach What You Do, I teach people how to build online courses and also how to build their online teaching business. And I would say about two-thirds of my students that teach what you do are teaching creative topics, things like um, photography, home staging, bookmaking, art journaling, Bible journaling, interior design, quilting, genealogy. That's cool. Yeah, it is. It's pretty fun. That is great. Um, So... I guess, you know, today I really wanted to talk to you because so many people, I mean, you've likely seen them. In, some of them talk about it in the Fearless Launching Group because you're in there. Yes. They talk about starting membership sites. 
and what's involved in that. And I've seen lots of people think that they're going to bite off that as like, yep, this is what I'm going to do. And sometimes those people are doing it after they've done other things, which I think is a smart move. But I mean, first of all, I just want to just like have you, I guess, share a little bit about just how those two things are different very generally. Um, so, well, I think part of it starts with the product that you want to offer and what you think you can charge for it. So for me, if you've got a lower price, if you think you're going to need to charge lower amounts at a time, then either a membership or a series of classes, a bundled series of classes, you know, a progressive series that people can work through works really nice. So I have a lot of people who teach creative topics and, you know, they really want to start at like $50. I like it if they could start it with a course, you know, that costs a little more, but sometimes they can't, you know, they feel like their market won't go with that. So I like to recommend before you do the membership that you think about a series, you know, your three like beginner series. Yes, because then you can move people through, you know, because you're new. And um, I'm not a fan of saying I'm going to teach online and I'm going to have this huge launch right out of the, the ballpark. I really like people to start with chunks and build up. And it really, really can work when you do it that way. So that's why um, lots of times people think membership and I want to because they just can't imagine um, charging a premium price and they want that recurring income. Um, and I think lots of times you can get that just as well if you can get a series of classes. And I also think when you have a membership, you want a certain amount of synergy in there and energy. So it's nice if you've taught some other classes for a while. And also you got to get your systems down, your marketing systems, your delivery yeah. systems. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, I was thinking of a bunch of different things and maybe this is where we can kind of dive into those. Like, like if you're consider like the con, even just the content creation, the way you go about it, the amount that you might have to create, the frequency that you have to create is totally different than just creating a standalone or even a standalone series of yes. courses. And yes. I think people forget that, that it is to me and just I have a very limited membership experience when I was working with Laura Roeder, we had LKR, social media marketer, and we were delivering every single month, every single month. It was like a whole constant thing. Yeah. <laughs> and like that is, it was hard for us. And we had a person who did that. It wasn't Laura and me or, or it was like somebody else creating. It was a whole process. Right. So, well, I mean, and that depends on how you're going to teach. So like, Quite often, people will go into membership and they'll start with sort of their mastery program, right? Some sort of path that's good for people for about six months, right? As they learn, <laughs> it's you know yeah. sort of the equivalent of dumping your premium price course into a membership and spacing it out. And then at that point, you've got to keep delivering. And it depends. There's some people who, if you're doing coaching or you're offering like done for you resources, you know, if you're supporting teachers, you know, then a membership can work because the chunks are smaller. And maybe, maybe it's just all about the live calls and a resource. But for me at Get It Scrapped, we offer a, a new course every, you know, a new, a new course every month. Um, I'm trying to think, I think the only membership I'm in right now is Melanie Duncan's and she puts up a course every month. And Fizzle um, is another one that I was in and they, they have so many courses now that they do other things as part of the, what they deliver. And I think that that's actually, uh, that's like something I feel like, I mean, there is some creative, there are some options there. You don't just have to promise to deliver something every month. But I think that there's definitely a psychological trigger when someone sees a charge, they want to go in and see what's new. Yes, yes. 
so yeah, a lot of strategies around that. And, uh, you know, and in fact, I was talking to Amy who works with me, my teammate and, uh, yesterday and she keeps me on the straight and narrow. And I was like, I know, I know, I know I need to scope out the October class so we can get the assignments out to the contributors. And she said, well, and what about the webinars? <laughs> and I was like, oh no, I don't know who we're bringing in for webinars. Yeah. Um, so but I, on the I, other I, hand, we yeah. have processes. Yeah. So I, I really like how you talk about doing, you know, the see if you can get, you know, six months of something that you can bring people through and get used to almost like delivering that yes. um, yeah. before you commit to having this whole thing. And I'm even thinking of another membership site that I've been in, uh, Leonie Dawson's group. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Amazing Business Life or something like that. Um, I'm not in that anymore, but I was always just like, wow, there's a lot of stuff in here. Um, so anyway, so content creation is obviously different. How I'm curious about um, Teach What You Do. How how is how is that created? Did you create that as you were going through, let's say, the first time of the program? Uh, yeah, with people? I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. So I started the business about 18 months ago, and I initially sold it as a beta class. I hadn't created it. That was January 2016. I brought in my first group of 60 students um, at a really low price, like $397, and um, I created it week by week, and it killed me, but mm -hmm. it got it done, right? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a way to get things done. But um, I didn't, I really wanted to revamp it. And I revamped it this year in um, April and May. So and that was pretty exhausting too. But now I'm so proud of it. But I'm so happy I did it this way because I got it done. I got it out there. I do coaching calls with my students at least twice a month. And I could see what else I needed to do. And also I was creating a lot of free content to market. So over the course of that first year, I was really like, okay, this is what I should have done with that lesson. This is how I should have presented pricing. This is how I should, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just Very kept notes. Interesting. I kept notes. I kept notes. And I saw how you revised fearless launching. And I was like, <laughs> okay, this is nice. And I think I saw that in January, February, and um, I was briefly in a mastermind. I've never been good at this kind of thing. And they were like, they were like, you shouldn't revise your class. I've always heard just roll with it. So I yeah, dropped out of the mastermind and I revised my class. And, um, and yeah. that didn't as much kill me because uh, I worked with, with Amy, my assistant, my teammate, and we had an incredible process down, I thought, for, for just cranking it out and... Uh, you know, I would create the content. She would help me tweak slides or she would make, you know, she was just right there. And I could always say, can you fix this? Or, you know what I mean? Can does she me? create content for Get It Scrapped as well? She creates content for Get It Scrapped. Um, when That's I started great. Teach What You Do last January, January, you know, so a year and a half ago, all of a sudden I just didn't have the bandwidth to create the content for Get It Scrapped. I don't know what I was thinking. And so I said to Amy, I said, I've got six months mapped out, but you'd have to do it. But, and that year, because Get It Scrap's been around, the membership's been around for almost seven years. We have a lot of old, con we have a lot of content. So that year we were creating learning tracks through the content. So it was a lot of representing the content, a lot of the eBooks, turning them into videos. Oh, that's so Amy, good. Yeah. So Amy did that in, um, all through that year. This year we're back to me more, I'm I'm mapping out the content and we're, we hire guest designers and we give them very specific ex assignments so that we can put an ebook together, put videos together. 
um, we have a very tight process for the membership. But it sounds like, honestly, I'm not I'm not trying to like get people to not do a membership. But I say you got to have some processes. You've got to have some support in the form of other people in order. I really to feel like make it worthwhile, because when I when you're listing out all the things that like when you're talking about teach what you do as opposed to get it scrapped there's still there's still like the excitement of both but i can definitely tell where the workload is yes and in fact it's been driving me nuts because you know i really worked hard on revamping it relaunched in may and i have not had a time to speak to anybody at teach what you do since because i had to dive back in to get it scrapped um but but on the other, you know, because there's other things like you always, we always want to be building our membership right. and, um, we take a big hit in, uh, December and what is it? December, January, February, March, April, May, June. Every, it's a six month membership. So it first turned into a six month membership in a December many years ago. So I would say probably 60% of my renewals come due in December and May. Oh, wow. So I lose a lot of people. Do you know, I mean, that's the biggest turnover time. Got it. And we want to keep our number up. So that's why we're, we've been scrambling. We, we were doing a special event this week because I just want to say you want to keep your numbers there. You want to keep yeah. your numbers up. We've got over well, 700. We don't want to dip down below that. Well, what is it called? You know, churn? It's called churn, yes. right? Like has, yeah. uh, how long? And, and this is something. This is the other thing, too, about the membership stuff that I think is really important is having people who can really evaluate. Like, what's the average amount of time people are staying in here? What what how do we keep them engaged in the content? How do we make sure that they're not they're actually if they use the content, then they're going to know that it's valuable. And there's there's all these I feel like there's all these questions about keeping people engaged, knowing knowing the stats on what what are people actually how often are people logging in? Maybe how often are, I mean, are people looking at everything? And I think, um, I know that when we were doing the social media marketer site, I just remember there was a, a week when we, we did like this internal sprint where we decided to kind of do everything, like kind of brainstorm all the different things that we wanted to do to get people engaged and actually using the training because in our minds, that was the way to keep people as members. But right. anyways, I feel like that that's kind of like, that's like an ongoing discussion you kind of have to be saying when you have a membership model as, yeah, and as so your you business. Know what? I don't have very good systems for that. I use Wishlist member and it doesn't really have that kind of yeah, tracking. I know. So you know what we do though? <laughs> but I over an in Infusionsoft, I've got my numbers there. I see them every time I log in. How many yeah. people are paid? How many have a recurring? How many have a, just a six month? Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I, I see that number all the time. And so does Amy, my assistant. I know she, you know, she'll say, you know, hey, see, so you've got back up to, you know, our old high, you know, yeah. or I see we've dipped down. And so I keep that number in mind. And, um, you know, we, we try to do things like we've got certain emails we send out during the month where we, at the end of the month, we recap the, you know, like, did you look at the class? Here were some yeah. cool things about it. Here's how you could have used it. Yeah. We also, um, every month I... To people who aren't members, I offer, hey, would you like to join at 15% off with a bonus? But yeah. the old members get the bonus. So that's another opportunity to mail them and say, because I've got some other, I've got some standalone things. Do you know what I mean? You know, Debbie, I'm so, going to just say it. I feel like you should do something about just the membership sites. You mean? <laughs> like create oh, a course. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, you know, everybody's over in Stu McLaren's tribe, and they're all very so what? excited about so what? membership. Not everybody I know, is. I know. Not everybody but, is. And, well, <laughs> and some of my students, um, two of my students in Teach What You Do, or wait, I'm trying to think how many of them have launched memberships. I think two of them. Uh, somebody was asking about it yesterday, and I talked to her about this. So the other thing is, if you want recurring revenue, you can get that with a premium price class with a payment plan, right? Yes, yes. But And, and you get a taste of what it's like to yes. have that membership program. But here's the, here's an interesting thing, and I wasn't meaning to bring this up, but what happens with these payment plans, and I know that like doing the 12-pay payment plan is really great, and everybody, a lot of people are doing it, a lot of people have done it. What is happening, and that I saw, were people going, oh, um, uh, I was a member for three months, and I want to cancel or pause my membership, and I'm like, no, that's our payment. That's a payment plan. It ain't a membership, my friend. Um, you actually owe this money. Um, so, so I think it's interesting that yes, to the outside, and, and it's. I think if you're planning on doing the twelve pay to kind of help you also feel what it's going to be like, maybe you do have to build in different things throughout the year to keep people not necessarily expecting delivery of content, but just expecting. Yes. I mean, there's some little highlights to be like, oh, I want to stick around for that. Oh, I want to stick around for that. Like, oh, I'm going to yeah. pay my payment. <laughs> yeah, which is exactly what we do in the membership, too. Yeah. But yeah, and the same thing. So like at Teach What You Do, I just go with a, um, a six-month payment plan. I don't, I'm scared of 12 months. And I've only had, it's, I've only had one person default in the 18 months I've been doing it. That's Who great. just disappeared. What um, is your, I mean... Is, what I, is your price point around? Is it like uh, it was five ninety seven the last time, and now uh, the next time I go, it's going to be seven ninety seven. Great. Now that I revamped it, so in May I sold it for five ninety seven for the last time at five ninety seven, but now that it's totally revamped, and people get life. So I think of my teach what you do e course blueprint it, a lot like what you do with fearless launching. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah. And you get to repeat with each incoming group that comes in and you get ongoing access to the calls and you get ongoing access to the Facebook group. So in a way, it's a membership you pay for once. And I really um, highlighted that during my last launch that, you know, it is like joining a membership in a way, because that's how I feel about your fearless launching. Yeah. You know, it is interesting. And and, but but, you know, it's hard as and I don't know if you ever feel this way, like you like I feel guilty when I'm not in there when the class isn't happening. And um, it's very difficult because right now I'm running a beta, which that's another thing that, you know, I'm going to probably have to dig into you a little bit to find out what you did with your beta. But the way I, and I'm creating the course in the beta. So like, I, I feel like I've got to focus my attention there as opposed to fearless launching. You know what I mean? Well, there's different ways to be in there. You're actually, um, so my way of being in the Teach What You Do course blueprint is, I just twice per month, there's a call, whereas you think of being in there as every week being in there and maybe even in there twice a week. But no, uh-huh. I just am always it's always just twice per month. And I and then I can handle um, the conversation as, as things pop up. I don't, I'm not instigating as much conversation sometimes, but other people are. And I'm it's easy for me to, you know, three times a week pop in there and just answer everything. At okay. times it is. I'm going to have to take, I'm going to have to use you as my, you know, like, okay, yeah. I'm going to remember okay. if Debbie can do but, this, so can I. <laughs> but you're a little, you're very intense about being, do you see what I mean? You, yes. you and I have a different and, definition of what being there means. Yes. And I, yeah. And I definitely, that that's a whole kind of conversation about like me needing to like not be so there, but 
still be there and being okay that, you know, a couple times a month is actually a lot when you're, when you've already paid for something yeah. like, you know, I can yeah. think of plenty and, of know, courses. I, w- I was on for two hours with my people yesterday. And, um, and I, and I, and I do answer really completely everything that they ask in the, um, the group. And we've also gotten such a smart group there. There's really nice synergy with other people. So one other thing you do that I think would be a heavy load on you that you could let go is you offer people a lot of, um, email me your plan and I'll look it over kind of Yeah. They, a lot of people don't though. (laughs) It isn't a lot of people who do that. I mean, but when they do, they do. So, and once in a while, my, if my students email me, of course, I'm going to email them back. But my guess is I don't have the same sort of personal, I, I try, I like to handle things in the group where everybody can, I, I don't, I don't do as much personal look over things. Or yeah. like last August, what I did, I did last August, I said, um, there were just people who weren't ever, you know, they were in Australia and nothing ever worked. So there was one week where I said, okay, here's 10 slots, first come, first serve. I'll spend 30 minutes with you. But that was a year ago. I might do that again. But, you know, you can adjust how there you are and you can still be very there. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That is possibly something I'm going to have to learn. Awesome. You're an awesome teacher. And that's why I've really loved Fearless Launching because you are, you're really, um, you know, like I think about, you know, I also, just as I think of your class as a membership, I also think of Amy Porterfield's webinars that convert, which I adore that class. Yeah, I do that's too. I like love that community too. I love right? that community too. It's great. So she's very there for us in a group way, right? At certain prescribed times, you're very there for your people in a more personal close touch way. Yeah. So think of it as a spectrum and figure out where you could fall on that spectrum to adjust things. Thank you, Debbie. <laughs> I didn't realize <laughs> I was going to get some coaching. This is good. I need no, this. I'm sorry. No, I actually need this. You have no idea. Like this is like my biggest kind of mental kind of thing I need to, to handle um, for sure. So let me, let me, let me go back to you. And I want to ask you, so we talked about like, you know, just very briefly content creation and really just delivery and, but I want to talk about the ongoing promotion of both of these types. And first, I guess, talking about the membership model, you said you basically have to, you have like promotion times kind of like May or June, January kind of thing. So what, yeah, what we, um, so I, we have our regular monthly content and then it has been twice per year, but this year we're making it a third time. We do these five-day events, which two of them are already created and have been repeated, and just now we're making a new one. So I do these five-day events, which are basically like a five-day class, and I bring in guests every day. So there's webinars every day, and there's new classes every day. So um, I guess what I want to go back and say is I, I don't ever discount the Get It Scrap membership deeply. You can pretty much always find it for 15 to 20% off if you, you know, if you get through yeah. one of my lead magnets. And I, I, I put that into the price when I thought about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But it's never going to go below that. So we never, you, you really can't wait around for a good price on it. So we offer bonuses. So bonuses are always our way. So these are sort of our member, these five day events are our membership builders. But the other membership builder I have is, um, once a month, we won't do it this month cause we've got the event. I send out some kind of offer, you know, 15 to 20% off. And I find some older class and say, you could have this as a bonus. And that brings a few people in, right? I mean, it's a membership. So you're just always trying to keep the number up. It's not about huge numbers. And I just started doing webinars for get it scrapped in, um, February. I haven't had time to do a lot. I did them in February and March and they went really well. You know, I brought like about 25 people in each time. And, uh, I, 
I, I, I think I spent whatever I spent on ads. I brought in twice that. So I made the same amount I spent on ads. Does that make sense? But I brought them in. So I'm starting to use webinars. Um, so can I ask you about your ads? Can I, so do your ads, do you send them, are you promoting the webinar itself or are you promoting content? What do you, what is your kind of general ad My best way that I've found this year, which I'm also using the teacher to make a really nice video, whether it's a Facebook live video or a short video, run ads to that video, put everybody who watched the video in an audience and then run the ads for the webinar to those people who've seen the video it's retargeting. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm just, I'm, and, and I also, of course I've got my web, my pixel that I'm retargeting and, you know, page engagement that I'm retargeting. Um, so does that make sense? Yeah, so absolutely. So like when, so, so it's I remember, not warm people, it's, it's basically cold, you know, halfway warm. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I totally hear you. I totally hear you. That's awesome. This, this is a point for people who have a creative class. This is what I see. I've got a lot of um, people who are sell, want to sell really low cost creative classes and they're a big part of a community and they just want to sell to their community. And they're like, well, I've got this great Facebook community, I've got this great um, YouTube community, so I'll sell to them. And the thing is, you can do that the first time, but you've got to meet new people. And there are so many new people out there who don't know who all the cool kids are in your little crafty niche. You know, yeah. they don't even care to know who the cool kids are and you can meet them through social media. Um, so that's been a, a big thing for us is getting outside of our, you know, we, we all have, right, what, those little subcultures. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree. And I think that finding those audiences, this is the one thing that I'm kind of on right now myself is is even just one of the things I started doing is looking at, have you been looking at the Facebook ads that show up in your newsfeed and saying, why am I seeing this? And then you can find out a lot of information from that little thing. Oh. You can find out like that people are doing these ads to cold, audi- maybe not cold audiences, but like one interest, one age range. <laughs> huh. I was like, <laughs> my mind was blown. So start doing that. Like go into your newsfeed and click that little kind of down button where you could report the ad if you wanted to. It just, okay. and, but just click on, why am I seeing this? And you this? can see a why, why I was And it tells you, it tells you, it says you're, maybe you're a look, part of a lookalike audience. Maybe you're part of like, you're interested in Facebook advertising or whatever it is, <laughs> you know, yeah. it could be just. And I, and I do yeah. do, a, I do a lot with lookalike audiences. I send my videos out to lookalike audiences. That makes, Got it. You know what I mean? That's my yeah. cold traffic. Yeah, no, um, I love that. And I tried many chat last week, the week before we launched this, and I set up my first chat bot, and I love it. I, I, I need to use it more, but I made a video, and then I set the chat bot up for it. I've had 53 shares of that blog post. I've had 300 comments on it, and then I could put all those people into my retargeting audience. That is and, great. And I just ran an ad to them for the sales page for three or four days, the retargeting straight to the sales page. Anyways. Anyways, um, that's, I mean, Facebook ads is a whole thing and it's, sounds like you just experiment and add things in when you're like, oh, maybe I'll try that. I'll just do this little test here. And I think it's great when you have something like a membership site because it's an ongoing thing. You can try different things. Um, In addition to your go-to, your go-to events that you do, you can be like, okay, here are our events here's some other things we're going to do. And then I'm going to stay, save some space for experimenting with this or that or whatever. Right. Right. Because I do. Yeah. 
because because get a scraps at 700 but it really needs to be we need to get it up to a thousand for it to just you know because it's 700 700 members at 72 dollars every six months i mean that's nice but it's it's not a huge amount of money and yeah but expenses it, to run it so yeah definitely definitely but, but maybe it's my there's yeah, partly my playground. Like, and I love I love my people there. I've been with them so long, and it also is a good way to just experiment on things and then make little tutorials for my students that teach what you do. Um, but I really want to ramp it up in the next uh, year. Like I was just saying to my husband, because my my youngest is going to college. Yeah, I was like, okay, now get a scraps. Really got to fly. Now it's go time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now it's go time for Debbie. Um, yeah. I love it. I love that. Um, so now do. How how does the promotion and how does the marketing differ for for teach what you do? I mean, do you launch? Is it that always available? I can't remember. Um, well, it kind of it kind of is, but people don't know. I'm st- I think I feel like I'm still working my funnel out for that. Yeah. Um, and I will say one thing is when I did the beta, I was really reluctant to sell it well until I had revamped it. I was almost ashamed of it, even though my <laughs> students tell me it's a really good course. I just I felt like I knew little pieces. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? I just, know exactly what you mean. I know so, exactly what you mean. So here I did. I revamped it and all. I barely pulled off a launch in May, which you know many. I just didn't leave myself the time for it. Um, but we brought in like thirty new students, um, and I should be on it right now. But I'm just really tired, so I'm kind of taking the summer off. So I'm going to do a launch in August, and you know you teach launching. I'm. My 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 biggest failing is I have a very hard time planning out six weeks. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, for this launch, what I did this time was in May I did Facebook Lives at least once a week, and um, just was really building my retargeting audiences through those Facebook Lives. You know, I then ran ads to all the Facebook Lives, and I was sending my list out great content. I think I had about four thousand people on the list at the beginning of the launch. Added a thousand during the launch. Um, and I, I also got all my systems in place and documented things to be able to, um, I'm keeping track of everybody who visited, you know, the sales page, the replay page, you know, so I really have all my audiences set up. I'm not saying I leveraged it well, but you know, I, I, I started trying to do a better job at retargeting ads for it. And then I finished with the webinar. And the other thing was during this launch, I was redoing my webinar and I feel really good about my webinar you know, because creating a webinar that sells is a whole art. It is. It definitely is. Um, I've been, <laughs> I've been just kind of dragging my feet on getting this one webinar that I actually I purposely re-recorded without it being live and didn't try to make it sound like there's some webinars that try to sound like you know you're live and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> or if it was recorded live, I don't actually mind either way to be honest. Um, and I just finally got that kind of back up going and some some thank you pages invite people to it. <laughs> That's where we're at. <laughs> but I've been dragging my feet on that because I know that just just kind of like the membership model of things, having an evergreen thing is kind of like that. You're constantly in that, okay, what are my ongoing promotional marketing kind yeah. of tactics? And I think webinars, webinars are a great way you know, to demonstrate. And, and I, I love that you did Facebook lives every week. I'm curious, was your, were your Facebook lives related to your content that, that was going out? Yes. Yes. And I really Perfect. thought about how, um, you know, I'm really thinking about what my special talent is as a teacher. 
And also I thought about what was really holding my students up. And, you know, one of the things that was holding them up was the list building tech and that mm -hmm. I fixed. But the other thing is how to teach. How do you actually turn your ideas into lessons? What is the step-by-step -step process for doing that? So a lot of my Facebook lives were about teaching and about oh, creating teaching content. I love um, that. I'm, I'm learning, I'm relearning how to teach right now in this beta. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's what happened. Like, I can see what, what patterns and things and bad, not necessarily bad habits, but little things kind of show up. You're like, oh, that's interesting that I did that. Um, yeah. So, love that. So, and then tell me about your emails. Did you do a lot of emails? Do you feel like you yes. sent a lot, enough? See, launches are a lot of work. Um, <laughs> yes. But, you know, you also consider it an asset because my plan yeah. is I'm going to do a launch in August and then I'm going to do the webinar twice in September, twice in October, maybe once in November. Do you know? So it's kind yeah. of going to go. It's not going to be an automated webinar. It will be me live, but I will offer it every two weeks um, with bonus incentives, no price discounting. So, yes, I did do all the emails. I've got the email series that goes out to my list ahead of time prepping them up, you know, like, and then I've got the email series that goes out to make sure people come to the webinar. And then I've got a big old email follow on that, um, sells them the class and goes out three times the last day. So what do you, you think know. that, what do you think that I'm, I'm not trying to put you on the spot here. I'm just curious, like, what do you think? Um, cause it sounds like you've got a lot of things that like, maybe there's like just the gelling of the system. That's, I, I put, that's going I to happen all the you know? night before. Do you know okay. I so that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because so you know, you know that you're putting that, I mean, I don't know how woo woo you are or anything, but I truly do believe you do th something under pressure. It's going to look, feel, sound, be different than if you had just done it yeah. in advance. Yeah. So that's why I'm excited <laughs> to do a real, a nice launch in August, maybe end of August, beginning of September. And then I will, um, and last year I did this, I did the webinar twice a month during September, October, November, and I sold quite a bit of classes and it made that recurring income, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, each month you're adding some people on and that's, you know, several more hundred dollars a month that you're going to get in coming in for the next six months. Um, so I think, um, you know, I redid the class. I've redone the webinar. I've now, I consider it all an asset and I documented it all in Asana, every little, you know, landing page link, Facebook ad. So I have all the assets together. And um, I think, you know, it just came on the heels of, I revamped the class. I was doing the launch. My son was graduating in June. We were going to London. It was just a, you know. That's a lot. It's a lot. But, I mean, and this, this is, just think about it. This is what our students are struggling with. Yes. And I'm like, gosh, you know, I, I, I'm kind of a freak a bit. So like I can kind of hang with that a little bit, that kind of crazy, okay, last minute, let's get this done. Blah, blah, blah. I can jump into it really quickly, but, but a lot of people can't, you know, like that, right. like, like, you know, we're able to survive it, but I don't know what that is. It's, I don't know if that's me, if that's maybe insanity. Yeah being willing to do it that way <laughs> or what? I don't know. You know, I just, I, but, but I do. And I try to tell my students, it's an asset when you get these all in place. I mean, I know I launched yeah. the original class, but now I really feel like I have, I, I love the class that I've revamped. I, I think I have a good webinar. I will revisit those emails, you know, and, and, and the ads and everything. But now I can start to, now I've got something to work with and to test yeah. and, you know, like a student said to me yesterday, okay, I ran a Facebook ad instead of a boost post and these were my results. What do you think? And I was like, well, I think now you rerun it. <laughs> and, <laughs> exactly. Right? 
You tweak now, it and rerun it. You tweak it and right. rerun it. So I'm kind of excited to have this wiggle room now to have this class that I really love. I mean, and I also, I did, I have a, um, like an entry level course at teach what you do called jumpstart your e-course. Um, and I built that last fall and I thought of that as a way to segue people into the e-course blueprint, but you know what? It was just biting off. I mean, it's there. It's a good class. But when I revised the e-course blueprint, I basically folded it all in. So. Yeah. I I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> but deadlines I, are good. It's good to do. Yes. Yes. So my question about both of these things, I mean, you've talked a little bit about doing mostly like live webinars, but are you thinking, do you, do you prefer the live launches and live promotions as opposed to the evergreen, more funneled out things that people are doing? I think what I would like, and I always listen to the beginning of your podcast where you say we can do it our own way. We can. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that like, like, isn't that the moment you're like, but I believe we can. We don't have to listen to your guru. Oh my goodness. I had my lighter out. Um, (laughs) So I think, um, I think what I'm going to do is I mean, I bought Easy Webinar, and I, 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 part of me loves this idea. Of it is not re- easy. Sorry. No. <laughs> I hate I Easy Webinar. I'm sorry. Though. I'm sorry. I said it. I said it publicly. That 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 platform made me want to freak out on a on like one week. I was like, OMG, why do they keep calling it Easy Webinar? <laughs> I'm actually I'm, using Ever Webinar. Oh. You are? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I posted over in the um, the webinars that convert group and Mandy O'Neill came in and she shared a handout she had for setting up just converting your recording from GoToWebinar to use it in an easy webinar <laughs> and I started to cry. So anyways, I think, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm it's sorry. Not, because I have my system, I don't think it's that hard for me to do a live webinar. And yeah. what mm-hmm. I've also discovered, what I discovered in my last launch was the Q&A section was really, I think... A good thing for I finally learned how to do a good Q and A session. Well, I think um, Q and A's are really important, and if yeah. you don't have that live element, like I, I don't want to pretend there's a live element, and I think that people like to be able to just hang around and just ask questions. Yeah. So I think what I'm going to do is I think I'll sort of put together the whole launch and do that late August, early September. I know I should have a date, Anne. I know the, the launch okay. or the launch strategist in you okay. is probably I'm, like, no, Debbie, it's, okay, it's <laughs> Dude, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay, when's my next launch? <laughs> I don't so, know. <laughs> I'm going to do that. And then I think what I'm going to do is live webinars every two weeks. Because in one note, I, I have it. my whole process set up, exactly what to do before a webinar, what, what page to turn on, what link to, you know. I have yeah. like a little checklist. So I think that I'm going to sell the e-course blueprint that way through the fall and see how it goes. I think that's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, so, okay. So two more questions. Okay. One is like knowing everything, you know, and I know you kind of talked about this at the beginning, but if someone's just starting out, do you, do you think someone should really just choose the standalone course or course series, but just standalone course first or the membership or is, is the membership site kind of thing for beginners Um, really starting? You know, I feel badly because I see so many people so happy about tribe and their new membership sites and they're very excited. Um, to me, I would put together a series. I, I, I would build a, a, a progressive series or a related series of classes that you could always move into your membership later. Yeah, that, that become assets for the membership yeah. site. 
Yeah, I would cut my teeth on that so I could learn about how to best produce a course, how to best sell a course, how to market a course. I just think it can be heartbreaking to open the doors to your membership and you don't really have very many people there and it's stressful. Um, so, yeah, but I, and I do think, you know, while I'm kind of extreme in how I create my membership content, of course you can create a membership that's more sort of, you have two coaching calls a month and that can very well fit some people. But I think, I think of pay, I think regular courses are a really nice launching off place for the membership. I mean, that's, I get it scrapped. It, when we opened the doors, I think I'm pretty sure I did the, you know, join the first month for one cent. And then every month after that is $10. Um, we had 250 people in the door like the first week, but I'd been doing courses for two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I that's what, have that's a very what I big see list, too. But people knew me and I had, and I knew how to, and it was just easy. It was easy to set up. Yeah. So I think if, it depends. If someone has some experience doing this, they've been doing some teaching, they have, maybe they even have some products, maybe they even have some sort of following, even as coaches, and they just want to do some kind of more group coaching calls, that could be a membership site. So does it, yeah. a membership it doesn't have to just be delivering video, PDF, whatever content right. every single month. It can look different ways. Yep, it can be coaching, it can be tools, it can be resources. Or it can be a mix of those things so that you're not required to produce a, I don't know, like the video, PDF, audio download thing every single month. Right. It could look different. And you know, you don't... You don't see me running away from my membership, even though it's this yeah. work, because it is really nice to count on that money. Every yeah, month. no, it definitely so is. I'm, it's definitely. It can be a good thing. And my best advice for the membership is get them in for six months. Get a six-month fee. Just because not only do you get the six-month fee, it gives you six months to to be there for people. Yeah. I mean, I'm a looky-loo. I, I join memberships and leave after the first month. Yeah, Don't and it gives them gives them a chance. Discourage those lucky lose. Yeah, you know. yeah. I, it may even give them the chance to kind of like go off the kind of like go away for a while if if something happens in life because that always happens. You buy something and then you're not able to look at it until like five months later, and then yeah, you're not able to. So that maybe it gives them enough time to have life potential things happen, still get in there and get a feel for things and. And then you've got like a stable kind of situation at least for six months. Right. Yeah. To get your legs too. Okay. So that was one question. The other question is what are, so you already kind of gave me some of your plans for the fall, but are there any other things that people don't know that you'd be willing to share that you're thinking about creating? No. <laughs> you're like, nope, I'm, that's it. <laughs> nope. I mean, I redid the e-course blueprint. I'm really proud of it. I'm really happy with it. Um, the jumpstart your e-course, I may, um, when I offer that, I do it with a with a with it with an all-day sort of boot camp. I may turn that back on, but I don't know. Um, so I'm just gonna try and do a really good job with the e-course blueprint now of getting more students in because I feel like it's a good course. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna tweak my tweak my sales for that. And we've got to plan out, get it scraps 2018 content and get that in line. So I no, I it. don't, I don't have, I'm just going to try don't, to do a good yeah, job. I don't now. think you have to add any more, Debbie. I think this is great. <laughs> I think, I think, oh, the, the question I didn't ask you is, are there a lot of people from get it scrapped or are they two different audiences? They are. And they aren't, I mean, I, let's see. I would think so, but maybe, maybe not. I've got, I've got almost 200 people in the e-course blueprint and I would say about maybe 10 or 15 of them 
knew me through Get It Scrapped. I'm very excited. I've got a um I've got a woman from Hungary who's a really top scrapbooker there who joined the class in May and it's really exciting to me that, you know, she's she joined the Teach What You Do eCourse Blueprint because she wants to sort of do similar stuff like Get It Scrapped. She's been teaching live there. So anyways, yes, there is yes. some crossover. And um, that did it didn't it didn't hurt having had a you know I list at Get It Scrapped now is close to twenty five thousand so of yeah. course people who are at Get It Scrapped um, they have many other interests besides scrapbooking so I've yeah. got people who knew me from there and come over because they're going to teach painting or still life photography or office you know project management or something I so that did it. help I love that I. You know, I probably could pick your brain for longer, but I think that I want, I want, what I, what I really want is for people to ask us questions, to leave us questions or send, leave questions in the comments. Don't send them to me personally because <laughs> I'm letting go of that. Thanks to Debbie. Leave them in the comments, in the show notes. Um, there'll be a link to those. I think it's going to be ansomolove.com forward slash 151 is when it will go up, not this next week, but the week after. Um, and and if you've got questions about membership sites, starting one, managing one, whatever, or creating content, creating your e-course, launching, of course, you know, between between me and Debbie, we have you covered and you can just leave those questions. And then then we can have more conversation. If there's like this overwhelming question, then Debbie, you and I can just get back on the phone again. Yes. Sound good? Great. Okay, Debbie, that's it then. <laughs> Thanks, Anne. It was great talking to you. I enjoyed thank it. You, thank you so much. And I am, actually, we need to tell people where, where to find you. You can find the, me at getitscrap.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the top of getitscrap.com is a banner for a free layout design class if you want to be on my mailing list and see what I, how I teach there. Or you can find me at teachwhatyoudo.com. There's always a button at the top of that for some kind of free item so you could see how I teach there. That's awesome. Okay, and we'll make sure we put all those things in the show notes and we'll we'll make sure that we also update everyone when you're going to be doing those webinars because we definitely want to be part of those. Um, so thank you so much again and I'll talk to you soon, soon I'm very sure. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'd, of course, love to hear from you. So if you've got a comment, question, anything that you'd like to share, your own experience running a signature program, launching a signature course, or maybe even having a membership style site, I would love to hear from you over at the show notes page, which is at ansamoylove.com forward slash 150. You'll also find all the downloads, all the things that we suggested for you to check out over there. Everything will be linked up. And as always, let us know what you want to hear over here from the Fearless Launching Show. I'm not just here to hear myself, listen to myself talk. Sure, I love inviting guests on that will give me some more intel that I can maybe use to you know, spread what I want to do with the world, but, but it's not about me. It's about you. So tell me what you want to hear. Is there an episode that I haven't, or a topic I haven't covered related to launching, related to running your business in, and I guess a more fearless way. That's what, that's my word usually. But if there's something you want to hear me talk about, let me know. All you have to do is leave it in the show notes and I will see it and I will make sure it happens. All right. Have a great rest of your day and I will speak to you soon.